Welcome back, everyone, or welcome if you're a first-time listener. This is Prefer Not to Say, James and Greg, back once again. Yeah. Yeah, that's my line. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, gotta confuse the listeners. I don't have anything creative to say. Uh, it's almost like you repackaged and resold what I was offering. That's crazy. Speaking of that, today's topic is about resellers and how they just take the joy out of everything. All right. So what do you got, what do you got to say about resellers? What uh what irks you the most? What really sparked this the idea for the episode was uh, a TikTok I was watching about someone talking about how uh it was a re- it was a stitch to a video talking about reselling, mm-hmm. and the person who stitched it was talking about how it's just such garbage to and this is a guy doing Lego sets. He's like these are children's toys and you're hoarding them. <laughs> just to resell them. And it just got me thinking like, yeah, you're you're getting you're you're buying up especially like if there's like rare sets, you're buying up all these like cool things that people want to enjoy and you're buying it strictly for the monetary value that is perceived. Mhm. And it's just I think the big thing was just how expanded it got cuz I mean resellers have always been a thing. And it's like I'm not going to lie, I've I've bought limited stuff to attempt to resell in the future. Mm-hmm. I mean, my thing was like, I've got like, you know, limited uh, copies of like vinyl pre- pressings of vinyl records from artists. But honestly, I, it's, I've more so been giving those to people as gifts or I'm holding them to maybe trade for other things. Like I don't even care about making money on them. Really? It's like, I, I I'm basically treating them like trading cards at this point. <clears throat> See, I can't, um, I can't really relate to the idea of reselling anything because I don't think at any point in my life I've tried to purchase like a limited run of something specifically to extract any type of value out of it. You know, like it always baffled me when like a collector's edition of something comes out. I'm like, why don't you just take pre-orders and then manufacture exactly how many people paid for versus like creating this feigned obscurity or this feigned uh, scarcity so you can upcharge for it. Like, just charge the same. People are going to pay for it if they want it. But, like, creating a limited supply does nothing but prevent people from enjoying your product. And it's not like you're going to be out here saying, oh, we can only make so many of them. Because that's full cap. Yeah, and I think it doesn't help when it's something that isn't accessible in any other way but this limited offering. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, doing it with, like, music... Like I like I said, I mentioned for buying like copies of vinyl. I mean, nowadays if it's something limited, I just buy one because I'm like, you know what? I'll, I'll let others have a chance. But uh, this music's still available. I, I think really the only time. I mean, I've got a couple exclusive things that are available on like streaming services, but that was more so like a hey, if you're a really big fan of mine, which is more so like, and it's usually somebody who's got kind of more of a niche fan base anyway. Mm-hmm. But when it's like silly things like lego sets i'm just like dude these are kids toys you don't want to and you're not even to open it yeah it's this weird concept that just doesn't function with my brain i just just can't get behind the whole like there's a there's a demand for it like you know you create this limited run of whatever at whatever product in whatever industry you're you're like oh i'm gonna create only x amount of them there's still demand beyond fully selling those out so why not sell more and and make more money? 
Like it's it's like you're coming to the table and being like, I have this value that I can easily create more of. And I'm only going to give all of you a little bit to fight over for no reason other than I want you to fight over it. Yeah, I mean, it's so, yeah, it's kind of awful when people do it with those intentions. But, like, like anytime, like, with the stuff I get, usually in regards to, once again, physical media in terms of music, a lot of times artists, if it's a limited thing, it's because they literally can't afford to keep getting it manufactured. Mm-hmm. It's more like, hey, there's 250 copies of this. I don't know if I'll ever be able to press it again. So, in that in that situation, why don't they just figure out the cost of pressing these copies and then have people pre-order it? Like, I know people fight. Oh, against, they do. Like, oh, okay. Well, then there you go. Like, people pre-order the stuff and then just make however many. Well, it's it's more so having to deal with the state of the business as far as pressing up physical media because vinyl is a tricky thing because everybody's like backed up mm-hmm. because a lot of major artists are starting to press vinyl mm-hmm. and they're doing so many copies that it's backing everybody up and they're taking priority because they're getting the bigger orders so it's like some people aren't getting them for like a year and isn't it like really time consuming to press vinyl uh, depending on the run, it more so depends on your workload and how many orders you have to get out. Mm. Like it's not, it's not massively terrible. Cause it's like, it's pretty much cause they're stamped. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not really that long. I think it's like, you know, I mean, if, if places are caught up, you can get them within a few weeks if they're caught up, but some people are getting them way ahead of time or not a way ahead of time. Um, they're so far pushed out. Some people are getting quoted like, Hey, it could be six months to a year. Maybe. But they do, because um, typically you have a specific run. Like they do orders in certain increments, also mm-hmm. in some cases. But it's it's more so the hassle of getting it done as to be like I don't know if I'll be able to do this. But no, a lot of people will do pre orders to recoup. Like okay. they'll 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 take those orders or like I remember was it Frank Ocean? He had a bunch of music. He had a bunch of different uh, formats of his album Blonde that he was offering. And the main thing with that was he was taking orders for a span of time, certain span of time. Then he would place the order to fill the amount of copies that needed to be. But like I said, it's, it's also, it's, it's media that's available on another format. See, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. makes more sense is like, if you're going to be like, all right, well, I'm not going to be able to maintain access to the facilities necessary to, to keep producing this product. But at, like a year from now at this time, I know I'll have access. So you'd be like, all right, from now until X, Y, Z date, you know, however many orders that like people place, that's how many of these I'm going to make. I'm totally okay with that. Like that doesn't bother, bother me at all. There's also companies that do, um, you can do campaigns. Mm hmm. Like I know, I think Bandcamp does it, and there's another site I know does it where they'll have a they'll have a campaign where like, hey, you can pre-order this, and after that, they just order however many are needed, and then it takes however long. Mm-hmm. But it's like they're if they're doing it is more so it's like, hey, this is something, this is a physical thing I can offer because it's like you know some people like that, but it's also not for everybody. But they're not doing it as a way to, you know, and even they themselves are kind of like. 
victims of the scalpers because they'll get something that's you know the, the someone else will buy it and flip it once it becomes rare and then they'll sell it for like four or five times that much mm-hmm. but the big thing though i don't understand is just any type of gaming or any type of collecting is just riddled with scalpers like i saw this one video someone was taking somebody his cart was filled with boxes of baseball or i don't know if it was baseball sports cards just like full it's like what are you doing like the grind and hustle culture he's he's banking on like scarcity he wants to uh he wants to acquire these these cards and then wait 20 years and then sell them because like people do no no it's quick flips Oh, quick! Oh my God! Yeah, it's it's like whatever's current. It's like how people approach. Here, we'll step into your realm. Magic cards. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of they kind of do it like that. They amass all these cards and figure out the values of all of them. Like they're just trying to quick flip for the current street value. They're just they're just cracking loot boxes. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. It's not even just holding. It's literally just like. They're trying to like the, the, whatever's current. They're trying to find all whatever whatever value the cards are, and then just get rid of whatever is the lesser, mm-hmm. and just just yeah, it's just like the quick flip thing, or it's like you know shoes. Shoes always boggle my mind. I'm like, dog, those are meant to be worn. <laughs> I've I've never understood like uh, sneakerheads. You know, I I don't know. I'm very uh, what's the word? I won't say minimalist, but like I don't give a shit about like the the price tag on the stuff I wear especially when it has like a purpose you know shoes hit the ground every other second you know when you're walking around or every second so like why the fuck would I want to spend money on something that I'm going to beat the hell out of you know but then they're like oh well I don't wear them all the time I buy these and I keep them over here you know cuz they look nice or this that and the other thing and I'm like so then you're buying shit just so it takes up space in your you know your home your apartment whatever and you'll never use it you want a decor a decorative sneaker collection, or, or or they have a rotation and they also have a hat to go with each parachute. Oh my god, <laughs> they do it too much. I, anybody who does that, I cannot take seriously. Like as soon as I see them doing that shit, I completely write them off. I'm like, all right, this person's a fucking idiot. I don't remember which company it was. I want to say it was Nike. One of the shoe companies is now putting in their terms that reselling isn't allowed. How are you going to stop people? Nike gonna have a fucking goon force out here on the streets, running around looking for everybody wearing shoes, and be like, "You better not sell those." You oh no, not. it's 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 because it's it, it, most of the time it's not hand to hand. There's like sh- websites dedicated to flipping shoes. Oh yeah, but the, the internet's full of anonymity. You ain't stopping shit. Oh, I mean, they won't be able to stop hand to hand, but like they're they're crippling a lot of like most shoe flipping is done is actually done on what like you can't not be caught doing it. Look, dude. Where there's a will, there's a way. And oh, no, I'm, not, I'm market, not saying there isn't. There will be a I'm, submarket. I'm, I'm just saying the work it's going to take, it's going to cripple a lot of people oh, yeah, because yeah, it's they're, not. They'll make it harder, but they ain't going to stop it. Because the problem is like there, there are like major corporation, like big websites that do it. Oh, and okay. that's where they're going. It's not like a okay. Panic. It's not okay. a. It's not a small independent thing. There, there's basically like eBay equivalents to shoe flipping. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. So it's like. It's not going to stop it completely, but the way people do flip is like it's going to become way harder. But the fact that they're like, "Yeah, no, we're stopping you right here," I thought that was awesome. I, was I like, think yeah. anyone who makes any collector anything should do that. Absolutely, all of them. I always wonder how legally how you implement that. 
I don't know. Uh, it, it it just opens up. Uh, well, okay, so I'm assuming that they would just have some legal jargon in like any purchase agreement that states that by purchasing this product, you agree to these terms, and it would be in one of those terms. Yeah, I, I, I think that's how they're doing it. Right, and I don't know. But I feel like it would be a necessity in quite literally every industry because people who buy stuff with the, with the intent of reselling it to or flipping it for profit are only taking advantage of their opportunity or um, their resources to parasitically take opportunity or resources from someone who, uh, else, someone less uh, less well off. That's all I ever see. I don't know. I've I, I when I when I found out people were getting shot over shoes, I was like, nope, not for me. Yeah, like they're shoes, my guy. You wear them on your feet. <laughs> hey man, give me your socks, or I'm a, give me your socks, or I'm gonna run your fade right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just so weird. Like shoes is such a strange thing. But yeah, it's it's just it's just mind blowing how everyone becomes a flipper. And it was like flipping it was really it wasn't so common before like the last decade. But I mean, then again with the pandemic and everybody like, I gotta find me a side hustle. I wanna say it was it was fairly common up 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 through at least like two decades ago. I, I think like the the mass interconnectivity of like social media has definitely been like a driving force to make it even worse. But like, I, I won't say like it wasn't a problem, you know, when I was young. Oh yeah, it wasn't a problem. I just think it's like everyone and their mom is trying to flip things now. Oh yeah, for in real. In just any way possible. You know, or, or like we mentioned numerous times, uh, the way video games are handled like secondhand. Dude, for real. There's actually a really cool dude. Um, his page, uh, GG Retro Gaming. Mm-hmm. And uh, he sells he sells like um, region free consoles, uh, imported games, all cheap, and he regularly does sales. And he basically spends half his time bashing DK oldies <laughs> because they just severely upcharge. And he's like, "This the the American version of this game is two hundred fifty dollars. We have the import, and it's only twenty bucks. Buy from us." Yeah, for real. We'll even show you how to change the language so that it's in English. <laughs> yeah, the video game industry is this whole other fucking nightmare that I refuse to get entangled with. It sucks the fun out of. Also, this I'm just learning. Like, literally, I don't think there's. It's like, are there any video game companies that are actually good anymore? As well, okay. So, do you when you say Besides video game indie, companies? I was going to say, when you say video game uh, companies, do you mean, like, the manufacturers of, like, the consoles or, like, the the video game developers themselves? Because I would say there's plenty of developers who aren't shit. They're just not the big megacorps. Well, I think it's about a good time for a break. And when we come back, we'll talk about another thing that I've noticed is kind of terrible in the kind of resale sector. But uh, yeah, go ahead, grab that water. Mm-hmm. 
And we're back. Back at it again with the uh, medium hot takes. So I think the main thing I realized when reselling really became a problem is when people started buying up everything at thrift stores. When the fuck did this happen? Oh, that's been happening in the past like several years. Damn, Maybe go even, back to the last decade. Not even the OG resellers are safe. <laughs> well, it's people buying a bunch of stuff just because, I mean, there's vintage. Like, if you get vintage stuff there, it's like it could be worth some money. Mm-hmm. But the problem is it's like the thrift stores were a way for people without means to get nicer things for cheaper. Mm-hmm. And so people are buying up all the nice clothes and, you know, whatever. If there's anything video game related, dude, as, as we've discussed all the time, if there's anything, they just scoop and buy it all up. Dude, when did thrift shopping become like a fashion thing? Like people go and grab random ass shit from a thrift shop and like, yeah, my, 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 you know, my drip is fly and all these words that the kids say. Oh, that's been, that's been a thing for years. Yeah, I know. But like when? Because like, I, I don't know. It seems like people were just like, yeah, I'm going to cosplay as poor people. <laughs> I think it, because it, dude, it goes back decades because it's like that thrift stores, it wasn't raggedy stuff. Like you can find really nice things. Or if you find like old stuff, like you can't get anymore. So it's like, it wasn't even a mean, it's like, it's not like being poor. It's like, cause you can get, you could, there's a time you can get really nice stuff, but it's people were like, oh, all the nicest here, I'm going to buy it and flip it. Yeah, but I don't know. The 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 way it was told to me was that the idea of a thrift shop is that, you know, they're reselling stuff that sh- people don't want anymore. You know, and if people don't want it, then that, then logically it shouldn't cost a whole lot. But like the first time I ever went into a thrift store, I saw a pair of jeans for like 25 bucks. I was like, "What the fuck?" Wait, I, when was this? Uh, this was when I was like uh I'll say like 16, 17, so more than a okay. decade ago. I'm trying to think because there was a time because uh, part of the, these stores are part getting to become part of the problem too. Mm-hmm. The even Goodwill's overcharging for their stuff. Yeah. Because now they're like, oh, well, we can sell it for more. And the people who are resellers are getting mad that they're doing it because they can't buy it to resell it. Yeah, I don't know. That's why I don't go to thrift shops. I just find the cheapest version of whatever I want to wear possible and buy from whoever's selling that. Yeah, and I mean, most most places, it's like... Any thrift shop I've ever been to hasn't been terribly expensive. It also depends on what area of town you're into. Mm-hmm. But it, it also depends on like what kind of stuff you're getting. Because it's like, yeah, it, it's really... Yeah, they resell the stuff that people don't want. So it's like, it's maybe outdated, but it's, it's cool for somebody else. Because mm-hmm. like... Uh, Thrift fashion is kind of a more of a niche thing for a good part of civilization until recent years when it things become like I mean in the social media age everything's cool. Yeah. It's like like remember being the weird kid for liking anime? <laughs> yes. Now sir. everybody loves it. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I don't even think it was that like we were the weird kids for liking it. We were the weird kids for liking it out loud while everybody else liked it in private. Yeah, oh, there's also the funny thing where everyone was like, no, we didn't make fun of you for uh, for like an animal. We made fun of you because you stank, because no. Naruto <laughs> ran through the hall. And it's like, no, each school had what, one or two kids that did that? Yeah, for but real. No, you made fun of people because <laughs> you were assholes. 
Yeah, that that always blew my mind. They make that that, that statement about no, it's because you did all these weird things. It's like I think growing up throughout all of my time in school, I think I maybe saw three. I maybe saw three who did that weird shit. Like you know, I've so only ever like, seen one person run Naruto run through the halls in high school. Where are these weird people coming from in droves that you're trying to create? It's just everybody wants to be the victim. Everybody wants to spin it and be like, no, actually, I only made fun of these weird people because they were being weird and it was intrusive. And don't come at me like I'm the asshole. You're all bullying me. I'm the victim now. That's it. Everybody just wants the victim card. But yeah, so anyways, back on the topic of reselling, yo, fuck the video game industry and everyone involved with it entirely, dog. Because even like retail distributors were getting in on this shit. Like when the PS5s dropped, I mean, you can go and get one for $400 now. And that's that should have been their price the whole time, but they're selling them for eight, nine hundred dollars. People were re, were buying them, flipping them for like twelve, sixteen hundred, two grand some cases. I, and people were buying them, dude. As soon as I saw the first fucking PS Five get co- get swapped or get fucking gobbled up and resold for like over a thousand dollars, I was like, "Fuck this! I'm out. I'll come back when it's like three hundred dollars for one of these. I don't care if the PS Seven is out. I'll wait." <laughs> you also don't. Don't you want to wait for all the bugs to be worked out too? Some people don't. They're like, no, I gotta. It's it's this rampant consumerist mindset where they're like, no, I gotta have the new shiny thing, no matter what. Just for you to rebuy your PS4 games? Yeah, for real. Oh man, I'm so glad I traded in my PS4 to get like 50 bucks off of this 900 dollar PS5, so that I can spend another 400 dollars rebuying all the games that got like updated for the ps5 like oh my god i can't wait to play through the last of us for the fourth time (laughs) (laughs) just constantly selling games i can imagine imagine 2020 2067 you're with your grandkids and you're like oh i just bought a new game grandpa what'd you get oh you ever heard of skyrim oh my god i was literally about to make a joke dude like all the people who like shit on todd howard for reselling skyrim 27 goddamn times but they're out here buying the re 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 remaster ps5 edition of whatever the fuck game with a smile on their face (laughs) like you literally cannot shit talk this when you're doing the exact same thing half these people who are like Oh man, he resold Skyrim for the eleventh time. They bought it nine times. Like, <laughs> I don't want to hear shit from you. You're being stupid as fuck with your money. <laughs> the the best resellers are the ones who keep selling you new things for of real. the same thing, new copies. It's oh man. Yeah, I I just think like when I saw the thrift store thing, I was like, you know what? That was a place for people with less money to get nicer things mm-hmm. and then people just ruin it. But at the same time, we can go back to the corporate overlords, not paying enough. So people got to find other ways to make money and it screws everyone else over. Oh no, man. It's like, everybody's got a side hustle. It's like, you can't have hobbies anymore because your hobby has to be a side hustle. It's like, can I just enjoy things? Yeah, for real. That's why I don't see. This is why I don't take a lot of shit seriously. And people think I'm behaving childishly because I like I want my hobbies to just be my hobbies, <laughs> you know. Not everything has to be profitable. Yeah, it really doesn't. Hold on, let me get into uh, uh, fucking competitive Evo comic book reading. <laughs> Profit off of my hobby of liking to read some comic books. Goddamn. Well, that's my whole issue with 
you know, Web3 and blockchain because it's doing the same thing. And that's all based on just being a commodity to be traded back and forth. Like NFTs. Mm-hmm. It, I loved all the jokes. Like, <laughs> so picture NFT, take a picture of it. It's mine now. <laughs> you know, and there's this integration with it with media that I just don't agree with because it's just not it's not fair to everybody. Like, because people aren't people aren't buying this stuff because they support artists. They're doing it because it's an opportunity for them to make money. It's like, you know, they, they want, you know, you mint an NFT and then you have it set up to where it's like everybody, when you sell it, everybody gets like profits, profits off of it because mm-hmm. everybody owns part of it and gets residuals or something weird like that. Or like, you know, there are people trying to do that with movies now, what like do you mean? selling, selling movies as NFTs. Why? Just to kind of, to be hip. How expensive would that NFT be? I, I'm the original owner of Endgame. Every time it gets shown anywhere, I have to get a little cut. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know how it all works, but, and it's also just like I've seen some really just like I consider to be sleazy things. So there's one instance where, and I don't think this anyone ever bought it, and I'm glad, and I hope it hasn't sold at all yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, I remember when rapper MF Doom passed. Not too long after, uh, a filmmaker that he worked with to shoot a music video of his, like way back in like the late nineties, mm-hmm. like late nineties, maybe early two thousand or something like that. He has an alternate version of that that's like black and white or something like that. Yeah, and he wants to sell it as an NFT, and the person who buys it gets to keep the original film negative. And then they said half the proceeds will go to Doom's family, and I'm like, or you could just give them the real, yeah, for their family. Have them put it in a museum or like they can hold events where they do a screening. Don't just sell it to somebody who just has the money for it. Like give that's an artifact they can keep. Well, it's because he doesn't want the moral stain of keeping it away from the family. So he has to, you know, profit a little bit by selling it to a collector who has no problem with carrying the moral stain. And then he gets to be like, oh, here's a little bit of money for you. And here's a little bit of money for me. And I'm out. But the thing is, he could just give it to him. There wouldn't be a problem. It's like it's like I have to make money off. It's like, dude, that's just so that's so terrible. It's like if why? he just gives it to him, he doesn't better his position though. He doesn't increase his wealth. Well, it's funny. I don't. I don't even think it's sold. Oh my! Well, man tried. <laughs> oh, because I think it's going for like ninety nine Ethereum or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Yeah. Or it's like the dude who bought the NFT, uh, Jack Dorsey's first tweet, mm-hmm. and he wanted to sell it for like 40-something million dollars, <laughs> and no one wants it. And then there was like, he, he thinks Elon Musk should buy it because he he's someone who deserves it. I'm like, no, you just, you played <laughs> yourself. And <laughs> He's like, oh, I, I only want to sell it to Elon Musk. It's like, dude, you're just trying to pick out somebody wealthy and stupid and try to con them into buying it. Fuck out of here. Elon, don't do it. <laughs> or like the one that really made a lot of us upset. Um, there's the legendary uh, single copy of the Wu-Tang album that was bought by Pharma Bro. Mm-hmm. And it's not available digital. It, it's, not, it's not available for release. It won't be released commercially until I think it was 88 years after the initial release of it. Mm-hmm. Or the, when the auction ended. And uh, oh, when Pharma Bro got arrested, his assets got seized, including that. Damn. 
Now nobody got yeah, there's a police officer like fucking uh managing the uh evidence locker and he's just jamming out to it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if this is true or not. Supposedly there is a clause in the contract, and I don't know if it's true. I just think I think it might be a joke that any one of the Wu Tang members and Bill Murray are allowed to steal it back. <laughs> that's that's so weird. It's so specific. Oh no, it's because because it's because he's friends with those guys. Oh okay. Yeah that that's why. Like that's yeah no it's uh yeah yeah um a few of the members are like really good friends with Bill Murray. Okay. So I think that's I think that's why they threw that in. Apparently, apparently somebody was supposedly creating a musical. Like creating the scenario of them trying to steal it back. I don't know. It's weird. Oh man, I really hope they do. I hope they snatch it. Well, it's it's in the custody of like. <laughs> and. <laughs> I mean, if they really want to try, I don't know. See, I don't know if it's void. If it, it's like if if it's like held up in a legal sense. Okay. Cause that 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 always makes things messy. That's still funny though. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think, because uh, it's like I look at things and I'm just like, why is nothing fun anymore? And I'm like, oh, because everything has to be about money. And the reselling, it's like, what if I just want to keep things? For real. I think the worst is people hoarding things because they assume there'll be so much value in the future. Yeah. When it's really not. Or like people who, um, older people who hoard antiques, like, no, they're not really worth anything. Just because you kept a bunch of old stuff does not mean it's going to be worth anything. Yeah. Your kids don't want to deal with it when you're dead. That, and you can just make antiques. Like, <clears throat> I mean, people look at antiques and they're all, oh, it looks weathered. It's got this rustic charm, this, that, and the other thing. Grab, like, a desk or whatever and beat it with a rusty chain. There, it looks <laughs> antique. <laughs> I, I can understand people who want, like, older things for the wood they're made of, but holding on to a bunch of stuff because you're like, it's old. It's worth something. No, it's not. But then you got there. There was somebody I saw a video, someone complaining <laughs> how, I don't know, Goodwill or those places had this table and they were like, this is way too expensive. But she wanted to buy it to refinish it and flip it. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you're bad. They played you at your own game. What about the uh, <clears throat> the ultimate resellers? The people who buy and flip houses. Oh, 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 oh. People don't realize how bad that is for areas in some cases. Like, one, you're extracting all the value in the neighborhood, but also you're you're artificially raising the value of houses that have no business being as expensive as they are. Mm-hmm. There was a funny thing I saw. Someone um, was showing clips of a... Uh, it, it was this posting for this house. I think it was like maybe a house in the 80s and it was vacant. And someone was like, man, uh, oh, it sucks. Like, you know, like it would be great for people to live in those homes. And then someone was like, yeah, but if someone like me were to come along, like fix it up and offer it as a rental, I'd be called an asshole. I'm like, yeah, because we want people to own and live in these homes, not buy them to <laughs> to take other people's money. Yeah, for real. Went straight to the victim card. Yeah, but then I'd be an asshole. Get fuck out of here. Nobody asked you. Yeah, flipping homes is just a ugh. and the the TV shows that revolve around it didn't help it. <laughs> I don't know if somebody wants to use the argument that they're like, oh, well, I want to buy this beat down house, 
uh, put all this money into it to repair it and then use it as a rental, you know, to provide housing. It's like, okay, well, why don't you just buy the house, you know, put all this money into it and then just sell it for its original value. Like if you really want to help somebody, but you don't, you just want to use that as like a moral blanket so that people don't point out the horrible shit you're doing. Yeah, actually, you know what? It's funny. TV can, can, can be blamed for a lot of the reselling. Mm-hmm. Because reality TV, especially when you have like Storage Wars and Pawn Stars, yeah, they did pop all these shows. It. They yeah, they made it so commercial that it actually the people who were involved in those it kind of ruined their own businesses because everybody was trying to do it, and most of it was like a lie anyway. Mm-hmm. Like the, there was a lot of there was a lot of like staging for that. So yeah, because everybody's just like you know what gotta. Got to get the hustle. Talking about uh, talking about staged events for profit. You ever seen those videos or those pictures where it's like two pictures and the dudes are like, "Oh yeah, I spent a whole day cleaning up this like beach that's like covered in trash or whatever," and then they have it in trash bags afterwards. I think so. The reality of the situation is they show up, take the pictures of the clean beach, beach, and then dump trash all over the fucking place oh. and take a before picture. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're really out Why? here uh, fucking the wildlife so that they can get likes on Instagram and shit. That's just terrible. Mm-hmm. Everything sucks. People suck. <laughs> All for clout. Yes, sir. All for profitability. Worship that almighty dollar, my guy. All because some people at the top don't want to pay people enough. I would say even the core of that problem is just that people want shit they don't need. Well, yeah. That's why it's like, you know, it's not a hobby for them. It's a business. It's like someone could appreciate the things that are being bought up and resold. But no. But that just killed me, dog. You're you're hoarding Legos. These are toys. <laughs> well, what are uh, what are uh, Funko Pops if not toys? Oh, I I saw this post that were talking. They had a side by side. It was a dude in front of his like pop collection, and there's a dude who um took a picture of his Gundam model collection, and he wasn't in it. And they were talking about how it's like, oh, dude, the. <laughs> basically talking about how the Funko Pop creator's a narcissist and is like, oh, look what I have. And the other dude's like, look at these little dudes I made. <laughs> Man, see, that's that's the other thing, is I don't hate on people who, like, build models and keep them for a collection. Because, like, you have to have your hands all over it while you're building the fucking thing. Like, it's a fun little hobby, and then it goes somewhere. Like, nobody wants to buy your used models, you know? Yeah, those aren't a thing that you really... Yeah, those aren't really. Yeah, you don't really resell those. So, like that, I'm totally okay with. It's just somebody enjoying the hobby, you know. Whereas but people, Funko Pops, it's like you buy them just to sit. You buy them to leave them in the box and never touch them, and never you put them on a shelf, and you never fuck with them ever again, and they just sit there forever. You're buying shit just to waste space. I will never understand that. Yeah, I have like three Funko Pops. I actually have two of one though. <laughs> I have a, I have a Prince one, mm-hmm. and then uh, one of my aunts, my aunt Jennifer, she gave me like all her Prince stuff that she had. 
mm-hmm. and she had the same Funko Pop, so I have two of them now. And do you plan on selling any of them? No. Yeah, see? Well, two of the three are out of the box. <laughs> see, that's what I'm saying. It's like it was either gifted to you or you're like, no, I just want this because I want this, you know? I don't know why people can't do that shit. Actually, uh, Jeremy got me my first Prince one. There it is. It was a gift. That's the other thing, though. Like, I don't want to sound like I'm coming down on everybody who has any collection-type hobby. If you're really just out here collecting the stuff just to be like, no, I like them, I want them, you know, this is my happy space-type beat, that's fine. That's cool. <laughs> but I'm telling you, as soon as I see you sell one of them, I'm about to run your shit hard. <laughs> or, or, if it's, or if it's like we catch you with spreadsheets. Oh, yeah. Them <laughs> keeping up you. with the values. Now I'm jumping you so fast. Got your little Excel spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, not you, not like this. <laughs> I think we can call it good for today. So yeah, reselling just is kind of awful. I just, I, I'm at a point where like, I just want to be able to enjoy, enjoy the things I have. If it's rare, cool. I'm keeping it. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't need a profit. I just want to. We need to scale the podcast so we could just make money off of that. I would, lo- I would love nothing more than make money off of this and this alone, just so everything else could just be something that I enjoy. I just want to enjoy things. <laughs> yeah, right. So I just want to enjoy I, things. I don't care where my money comes from. I just want to be able to enjoy things. Well, if you're a longtime listener, you know where to find us. But if you're not, you can follow us on all our socials at PNTS Pod, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, if you want to listen to my other show, The K Cut. All the ads are at the K cut and we're approaching, we're, we're close to episode 100. We, I mean, we've done more than hundred, but as I said before, like main continuity, mm-hmm. we're almost at a hundred. We're getting almost to a hundred with this show too, man. I've done over 200 podcast episodes of the past three years. <laughs> 100 episodes in the main continuity. Yeah. We don't talk about the earth two episodes. <laughs> uh, the, the little side plot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, if you'd like to follow anything I'm doing musically, you can follow all my ads or all my socials are at BTQ Paul. I'm trying to work on some new music to come out, so hopefully that's coming out soon. Uh, you can find Greg at the Bargain Bin at your local Dollar General. Mm-hmm. I don't know what price, probably 50 cents. Yeah, super cheap. Definitely not collectible stuff. So uh, if I wind up on your shelf, I'm going to like pull a Chucky and come at you. <laughs> if you buy two, you get three free. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. I've actually seen that sale happen with cereal once. What? Buy two, get three free? Yes. What, did it expire in three days? <laughs> I have no idea. It was just like, <laughs> I don't know if it was... I don't know. My, I think my parents came home with it. I don't know if it was. I saw somebody. They're like, I was like, why is there so much cereal? They're like, oh, it's buy two, get three free. I was like, that math just hurts my brain. <laughs> buy one, get seven. It's like, okay. Are you getting like toilet, sued? It's like toilet paper math. <laughs> toilet paper math is just ridiculous. It's like this many mega rolls is this many regular rolls. And I'm like, what? Why do you have varieties of sizes like that? <laughs> And why are the jumbos massive? It doesn't fit on the roll. Uh, well, all right, everyone. That's the show for today. And as I always say, collaboration breeds community. Stay hustling. Stay hydrated. Peace. <laughs>